Hey everybody, dust off your chain mail because we're going to be making some armor tonight. Oh, well, no, not really. We're just going to be talking to uh, somebody who does make chainmail stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's because it's time for the Mythwits, the show dedicated to all things geek pop culture, drenched in absurdity, and coated with sarcasm. Every week, we bring on an industry guest to talk about the ever-expanding Gigaverse and to play a game with us. No game tonight, but we're going to do something other, something else that's fun. Uh, we do our dandest to be funny, but there are no guarantees. I'm your host, Peter Bryant, and I am joined this week, as with most weeks, my buddy, Mike Kafis. Armor? I hardly knew her. <laughs> this, this week, our guest is August Grappin. Yes, it was one of those August. Hi, August. How are you doing? Welcome Hi, guys. To, welcome to the mess. <laughs> Hashtag dad joke. Uh, yeah. Hashtag low-hanging fruit. Hashtag how to do it. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. All right. Anyway, August... <laughs> August Graffit is an author, podcaster, voice actor, crafter, and gamer. Uh, as Hey, I don't know if you noticed that intro was... My intro this week was a little bit off. You know why? Because I forgot to write a catchy, witty line, and I did that off the cuff, and I'm terrible at doing that off the cuff, so I apologize. I, I had all this stuff set up, and I'm just like, oh, I forgot to do that, didn't I? <laughs> so anyway... Like, oh, God, um, here comes the corner. Here comes yeah, the corner. Oh! <laughs> But the rest of it's all set up. I got everything else set up, so there's no, uh, there's no, there's no more whoopsies. It's going to um, be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's fine. It's perfect. That was a perfect intro. Great. Uh, it was great. Fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Right. Everything's on fucking fire. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so, August... Um, so I saw that you know I, I, I saw your chain mail at at Balticon. You came down to Balticon or uh -huh. over 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 for me over. for me it's for me it's up up yes. okay a little south it's south and west right yeah yeah um, so I saw some of your your chain mail it's, it's mm -hmm. fine fine work um, and and I've I've made some chain mail in my time never yes, made any has. never made any jewelry chain mail but I made like like real chain mail I never like oh, the letters. I, let me put it to you this way. No, not, not with my pen pal. Uh, no, no I've, I made, uh, I've made like sections of chain mail and I, I did like a piece of a, a, for a back of a glove and stuff. I never really did anything yeah. great with it. Not even enough for a, uh, what do you call it? Not even enough for a uh, thong. Booby tassels? No, yeah, booby tassels <laughs> or a thong. Well, no, a enough chain. for a, wait a minute. If you were an Amazon and it was a booby tassel, yes, sure. <laughs> right, uh, a booby so tassel. I, so the thing is I learned, I learned how to do it. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, but I never really did much with it. I did do this really interesting uh, thing one time. Um, so we, we, there was this hotel in Baltimore called the Lord Lord Baltimore Hotel that uh, that that shut down, and I, I don't know if they ever reopened it or not, but I remember they they closed it down and they were letting people come in and take whatever they wanted out of it. So like curtains, car, you could pull up carpet, you could I mean just anything that was laying around because they were going to tear it all out and gut it all out anyway. Um, and I found in the basement I found this huge bucket of this like uh, oval. Uh, chain, you know, and you know the lights that hang from the ceiling, and they got the thing that goes up and it comes down, and it was kind of like old school, but they had like these uh, these like golden oval chain uh, that would that that you put on the wire. So I took a whole bunch of that, and I brought it home, and then I undid a bunch of the links, and I made this oval like chainmail, this big piece of oval like chainmail. So if you held it this way, <laughs> the oval would turn and it would become real long, and then 
you could take it the other way and then it would <laughs> drop down again. And it was it was ridiculously hard to actually make chainmail out of that because I had to keep remembering like how the pieces were because I'm like because they're not round, they're oval. I'm like, wait, fuck, how's this piece go? It so, was like <laughs> it was like sixteen by nine chainmail. Yeah. Oh, and it was heavy as shit too. It was so impractical. But um, but I before, prior to doing that, I I I had made my own links so. Um, do you make your own? Do you make your own links, or do you do you buy them open link, or how do you do that? No, I I, I do buy them. Um, if I were to make my own, I wouldn't have any time to actually weave anything because I also have so many other hobbies. Like you said, I'm a podcaster, a novelist, voice actor. I run, um, and I have a day job with a forty to sixty minute commute one way. So I mean, yeah. if I had made my own rings, I'm just okay, not oh, for it. Time out. Two things. First of all, hi Mike. You, <laughs> you run. Uh huh. Like, like, is in like exercise run. Like, you run because someone's no one's chasing you. You just run. Imaginary zombies chase me. Oh, all right. You run for the fu- wait a minute. You run for the injury. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I, can't. I just. I'm sorry. I just. I, all right. <clears throat> all right. How? What is the longest you've run? Because this will determine how irate I get. Eight point one miles. Okay, that's not so bad. All right. I, no. uh, now my girlfriend, her brother, now, here's the thing, her though, brother. That was, with, that was without stopping for a walk break. Oh. Well, I mean, that's not bad. But my girlfriend, her brother, he will like run for like he'll run like hundred mile marathons and stuff, and that just oh, it just gripes my ass, and I don't know why. But anyway, you know, Mike, uh, I'm with Mike. I'm totally with you. I work. I work. A good friend of mine that I work with, Lisa. She runs. She runs all these marathons. She does like half Ironmans and stuff like that. And she said, you know, I asked her. Said, how long is this this one run? I think I think it was the half Ironman. I said, how long is this going to take you? And she says, it's about 12 hours. You know, so it's like swimming, biking, running. I was like, so so let me get this straight. Let me just, so I'm on the same page as you. You are going to start exercising and you're not going to stop exercising for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know, I never thought of it like that. I was like, yeah, I go to the gym 30 minutes later. I'm, I'm. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that said, all right, I, I wanted to put that out of the way, but now I would like to raise you up, uh, August, oh, and say, I know, you know, we've, we're, we're friends on Facebook, and I know you have yeah. gone through some trial and tribulations with your employment, and I would just oh, like to say congratulations. You have a, you have a, a job now. How is it going? Because yeah. I haven't had a chance to really check in with you. How is that it's going? Go- it's going really well. Um, okay. I am still currently a temp, but I have an application in to become permanent. Great. And cross your fingers, knock on wood, that'll come through, and I'll be happy again. Keeping them crossed. Yeah, yeah. Keep those crossed, toes crossed, eyes crossed. I appreciate yeah, it. We've had we've had several friends in the last oh, I don't know like year or two. Mm-hmm. At least I've had several friends in the last year or two that um, that have been like in between jobs for a chunk of time. You know, James Carpio is working again, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if know. you know that, but man, mm-hmm. it's just like wow. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it, it's hard for me to imagine being out of work for a long period of time. And I know, you know, it's, it's generally not people's choice, at no. least the people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like, I'm like, God, I'm like, that's gotta suck being out of work for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the economy's doing great. Now let's get yeah. back to some other more important <laughs> things like this amazing chain mail. <laughs> right. Right. So, all right. So, so you buy your links um, and then do they, do you, all right. So I'm assuming that these links you buy like open links and closed links. Nope, I just nope. buy packages of them. Hang on, I got I'm like right in my studio, so I can show you. They come literally in just bags. Okay, now are they open or closed? Um, they are 
straight off the coils. They're neither opened nor closed. I don't know if you can see, but there's just a tiny little bit of a gap. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they all come like that. I can buy them open or closed, but it costs extra. I'm like, why? I can do it myself. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, for people who don't know, because, I mean, if you've never put chain mail together before, uh, mm-hmm. basically, if I used to make my own, right? So you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd buy- Rolled your I, own. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, you'd buy, uh, I don't know, 12, 14-gauge steel wire mm-hmm. um, or whatever gauge you want to work in. And and basically, the thicker the gauge or the, the well, the lower the gauge number, the thicker the wire- Usually the right. bigger the opening, um, and then you would get like a dowel, and you'd mm-hmm. put the wire in the dowel, and you'd run it on a drill or a lathe or whatever machine. I, I used a drill because that's what I had, and you'd yep. hold that wire nice and tight, and you'd run a coil down, and you get like this tight, like spring-looking thing, and then yep. you go down the center of it with a pair of aviation snips and click, 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 clip, and you get all these open rings. And then if you're making, if you're going to make your own chainmail and you're doing all this yourself. Then you'd go through and close a chunk of them. Just go ahead and automatically close the chunk of them. Or at least that's the way I did it. And then uh, you you loop them together. You loop the and, and you got to do like the pattern is basically you know the Olympic symbol. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the pattern for chainmail. Although there's multiple patterns. Like which pattern? Well, do you use different patterns or do you use? Uh, I do. Particular... I do everything. Um, okay. I mean, because I because for my artwork, I generally will only use what, what's probably the most common. Um, weave which is european foreign one where each mm-hmm. ring has four others going through it mm-hmm. um right. this is actually one of my bracelets that i wear all day long and this thing is actually two separate weaves in one it's got the main wow. bracelet is one weave this is called gridlock byzantine and then this smaller one that i have that insets it is called jpl3 i probably know just offhand i would say anywhere between like four and six dozen weaves myself and that's barely scratching the surface Wow, that's that there, is amazing. There are tons of them. That and that's that's a lot of work, man. It d- doing chainmail is. I mean, it's like you said, buying them yourself is probably you know a good way to go because oh, yeah. of, of all the 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 work it is just just doing the just putting the chainmail together. If you were actually making all your own links, that would be I don't know that probably double your time. I would think. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm just not equipped for it either. Um, and there are people who are, and they specialize in making the rings. So why not support them? They're artists too. So right. um, my, my primary supplier actually um, made, they did a lot of the costumes for the World of Warcraft movie. They did the elven armor for the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, wow. Um, they've, done a, they've done a couple others. So I actually, yeah, I actually have three of the leftover buckles from the World of Warcraft movie I'm going to use in a costume eventually. Not three, I have six of them. But yeah. <laughs> That's, that's wild. So, I mean, so these people, these are people who have like a process. So when they make them, they probably make bags and bags and bags of these things that go, right? Big big company. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're based out of Canada. Now, go up, Mike. Okay. I I was going to make mention of this and I I could not believe that A, this worked and B, that it was this cheap, but on uh amazon one one time i bought for seven dollars i brought like a square of chain mail and it's sold as it's um great for scrubbing pots and it's very strong very sturdy um and i loved it and i cannot believe it was seven dollars because you know how amazon will tell you like oh this was like you know eighty dollars and you we're gonna give it to you for seven and you realize three months later it's only seven (laughs) dollars But anyway, um, I like I was like, is this a way that people like I, I okay? How much do you get like your 
your little supply baggie. How much is that? Like, how much are you buying your, your material for? I didn't know like how much that this, would cost. This bag that I held up earlier is a few ounces of rings. And this is a straight stainless steel. These are pretty small rings, though. This was like twenty bucks. Wow. Again, that's so, stainless steel. That's gonna. I mean, aluminum is cheaper. Mm-hmm. obviously but you don't want to use aluminum if you're going to use it as a pot scrubber you're going to want stainless steel yeah 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 um but but something that you'll get on amazon like that is probably machine made sure, either, either, that or, either that or sweatshop made sweatshop <laughs> made <laughs> way, if you're looking for a place i can get it for you cheaper what oh nothing nothing <laughs> you cut out on us there for just oh, a second yeah I was gonna say, he was just I, making a weird face for a minute. I have a, oh, I, I have a hookup for him. I might be able to get it for you cheaper. That's all. I'm just saying. You know, I <laughs> I, I might know somebody. Jeff Bezos. I was, you know. So <laughs> I also I also noticed that you uh, a lot of your chainmail comes in. You have colored like you do like um, faces and stuff in it, and you have uh, now. Do you do do you have to paint those or do you can you buy like blue rings and red rings and? Um, depends on the material. Stainless steel will not hold color. Um, titanium and aluminum can be anodized. Okay. So they can come in a variety of different colors. Aluminum has the biggest variety of colors. Um, I have, hang on, I'm a little card. I've got like thirty or forty different colors I can get in aluminum, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're you know ridiculously bright, different shades of you know red, orange, yellow, green, etc. Um, that gives me a lot of variety. Not as much as if I were to say be doing cross stitch and have thread. But enough that I can, you know, have some variants and do like a little bit of basic shading. Um, but they do come that way. It's a, it's an electrochemical process. Right. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Um, now, yeah. is is titanium? Is that a lot more expensive than stainless steel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot more of a pain in the butt to work with too. Can I curse right. on this show? Yes. Yeah. Pain in the ass. <laughs> titanium is evil. Okay. So, what? Uh, and I kind of remember this, but I'm thinking if anyone like the for an, as an example, the um, bracelet that you just held up. What yeah. What would that like if you if someone wanted to buy that? What would that sell for? Something like this, you, you made. If I were to duplicate this bracelet in the size where it fits my wrist, obviously, it's if it's longer, it's going to take me more time. Going to use more materials would be more expensive. Um, this bracelet I think would sell for like 125. Maybe. Okay. I've never actually priced this one. It's mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, hang on. Got an extra guest. Oh, Cat's yeah. demanding attention. Right. <sighs> She's demanding attention. Well, they anyway. they all got they all got a nice little introduction to my uh, puppy last last week. Um, oh lord. Yeah, we we were doing this show and and my puppy chewed through my land cable, so the show went dead. <laughs> and it. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the thing that happened. First time. Hey, Mike, you're are you going through your mixing board? No. Okay. All right. You sounded like you, you sounded a little low there. Like like hey everybody. <laughs> For a second. Mm. I don't know. Uh anyway, all right. So um so that that's really cool. Where did you learn how did you learn how to do all this stuff? Like where did you learn this from? Um, self taught. Um between YouTube videos, online tutorials. Um, buying tutorials from other artisans and I'll just teach myself to do it in a lot of practice. Okay. That's cool. Cause I, I learned when I did mine, I learned mine from SCA folk. So I was hanging out with a bunch <laughs> oh, of SCA yeah. folk and, and oh, uh, yeah. there was a, uh, in the, what, what the hell 
kingdom are we in? The kingdom of uh, Atlantia, I think. Um, I think that's what we are. Uh, it's been so long since I've been to one of those. But uh, my brother belonged to it, and he took me to one of their meetings and stuff. And they happened to have a, uh, a blacksmith shop at their location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy was making like you know these uh, these gauntlets. When, when I went in there, he was making he was making a set of gauntlets with the actual individual fingers. Um, yeah. And he had a bunch of chainmail sitting around, and um, he kind of got me started a little bit with showing me how it was done. And then a friend of mine that I went to high school with was making chainmail. And uh, he showed he was in in the SCA as well, and he showed me how to uh, how to like how to get it right. And uh, but he's like he's like, look, just because you can like put the links together the right way doesn't mean you can actually make armor because you know there's patterns. Just like making clothes, you know, that's that getting the links together is one half of it. You know, <laughs> you get your shirt yeah. together, and it doesn't. You know, it's like I can't get my arm up, and the one sleeve is longer <laughs> than the other, and you know, and forget making a coif if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, oh no. no, no, no! A coif—that's the headpiece. That's the, oh. the, the, the cap piece oh. for Glaven. For the Glaven, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> I remember the question I wanted to ask you, August. Oh, what is it like to be? <laughs> Are you scared? Don't be yes, scared, sir. Don't be scared. What? <laughs> what we'll what is it like? <laughs> what is it like to be named after the first emperor of Rome? I'm actually not named after the first emperor of Rome. I'm named after a day on a calendar. Who was named after the first emperor of Rome? Yeah, but but no, that's the month. I'm named after a day. My middle name is first. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Yeah, but another word. But actually, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, Augustus yeah. Caesar was I mean, he was a badass. Yeah, I mean he's like the first emperor. I mean, you know, it's like the uh, the emperor. You know, it's like I just equated to that, and you know, he's the guy. You know, he overthrew mm-hmm. the whole. Oh yeah, shebang. And what's even funnier, you know, is because you know they tend they supposedly called him Caesar because he was a cesarean section. Yeah, so was I. So I'm technically August Caesar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got that going for you. Very yeah, nice. and I love Caesar salads, so it's triple whammy. Huh. <laughs> Alas, I wasn't a cesarean. I was ripped from my mother. Never mind. Anyway. Um... Right, so anyway. Uh, so why? Why? <laughs> Why it was tongs? It was salad tongs. Okay, didn't... thank you, thank you, Mike. Why, why a uh, a Twitch channel? Why, why do chainmail on a Twitch channel? What, um, what was the thinking behind that? Um, well, I've been, I got into Twitch just randomly. My brother had me watch a speed run of uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and I just started randomly going on YouTube, finding speed runs of my favorite video games from when I was a kid, and then I stumbled onto Twitch. And then through Twitch, I stumbled onto other crafters. I mean, there's a huge creative community on Twitch. Right. I'm just I'm just the cutest one. So, okay. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it's ridiculously therapeutic. People come in and watch, and I'll, I'll just be sitting there. I'm I've done even just like my pattern making for making uh, the chainmail art. But between that, between actually doing the weaving, people are like, oh my god, this is just so soothing. I am so relaxed right now. I think I actually put a guy from England to sleep earlier this week or last week. <laughs> hey we put people to sleep all the time <laughs> well he was he was up late okay <laughs> he couldn't oh. sleep he turned into my stream he's like okay i'm going to bed now i'm like awesome i'll see you what later. is your what's your listenership like like what is your your average tune-ins um it really depends because i actually stream both chainmail and i actually do gaming um i do okay. some casual like like rpgs um my rpg gaming is pretty pretty low but i usually end up with i mean I, i've only been streaming for two months um, and I've only actually been streaming Chainmail for a month. Um, so I, I usually get anywhere from 
you know, three to 20 people in on any of my chain mail streams, depending on the time of night. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, we're, we're, um, we're growers too. So oh, yeah. we, we know what that's like. And so um, you're not a shower, Mike. No, no, we are, we are definitely growers. Uh, well, well, hopefully we can show at some point, but no one wants to see this, right? No one wants to see hey, Mike, numbers. I gotta tell you, you know what? There's people in the chat room saying this too. You definitely are. I'm not, I'm not kidding. You're, you're like, you're like, everybody. you're like lower for some reason. Like it's, it's really weird. I, dude. I don't know. What do you mean? I, I can unplug my, uh, unplug my USB uh, mic and plug it back in or something, I guess. No, it's not, it's not bad. I just, I just, it's just weird. Anyway, like I, I asked someone if <laughs> my mom said, don't remind me son, my mom's in a chat room. And I, I, I said I was ripped, ripped from her place because she was okay. there. I knew that. And anyway, um, uh, no, I, I asked her, <laughs> of course, Jonathan's asking if I took a hit from a bong, which yes. I did not, but uh, I'm, I'm asking if I still sound, do I, everyone, do I still sound like that? Do I still sound yeah. all yeah. at some point you went McLovin or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, un I'll unplug and replug. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so anyway, um, yeah, so we, you know, I talked to, I can't, you know, I can't remember. I don't know if it was on our show or, or someone else I talked to. But yeah, there was somebody else I was talking to who who does uh, who does uh, uh, like creative stuff on Twitch, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, can't, I think they crocheted, and mm -hmm. I was like, what? And like, oh yeah, it's really big. People love it. People mm -hmm. will sit and watch you for hours just creating, yeah. and I was like, really? I, I was yeah. really surprised, and and I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it. I was just, it was just interesting to me. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I like just sitting and watching uh, other creative streams, everything from like, um, uh, like miniature painting to like watercolors, chain mail. There's, I know of at least one leather worker, a, um, a wood burner, a uh, couple of seamstresses. Uh, there's one guy that makes ridiculously amazing messenger bags. Mm -hmm. I actually finally got to see one of his pieces in person at Balticon this last year because I, I recognized the bag from the stream and I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. You're not, you're not actually the guy. He's like, no, but I've seen you in chat cause you're the chain nerd. So, and I was like, wait, so what's your username? And we recognize each other. I'm like, Oh my God. So it's, yeah, it's wow. definitely a thing. Um, now, a you have of, to be, of, I, I guess you have to make cool stuff, right? I mean, it can't be like, like, <laughs> like if I was making stuff really bad or would that be funny? It, it depends. I mean, a lot of creative streamers do, you know, they have other things going on in chat, you know, games and, and stuff. I'm debating making people pay to make me eat uh, those bean boozled if I get a bad jelly bean. <laughs> Just uh, watch me uh, gag for a minute on stream. But, you know, I mean, but uh, but yeah, people do all kinds of stuff. Like the, the guy that makes the messenger bags, if something awesome happens, he pulls out an accordion and starts playing. It's like, you're not getting any work done, dude, <laughs> but, but people love it. Um, there's a lot of interaction. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there chain mailing and not talking to anybody. It's it's very interactive. Pete and I are monkeys. We'll we'll dance for money. Yeah, exactly. We'll dance for do money. Yeah, we'll dance. We'll do whatever for dance money. For pizza, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, Mike. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Is is your mic? Did did I unplugged? No. Still bad, huh? Uh, no? no, no. Stop. Stop talking and listen. Are you are you coming through your laptop now? Cause now you sound like you're in a cave. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> just, just check. Just ch anyway. I'm sorry, folks. It, it's, uh, it's the tech wits. I can't help it. All right. So let's let's talk about your novels. Cause you write books too. So you write. Yeah. You have a series. I mean, you have several. All right. So you, you have a series. You also have other books. But what was really mm -hmm. interesting is you have this nice ongoing 
uh, long series. It's Luke Bertrand. Uh, what is it? The mm-hmm. Deadly. I'm sorry. Deadly Studies series. So tell, yeah. tell me about this series. What what is the series about? Like what is what is the main theme or the 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 uh, main drive of this series? Well, this is actually the spinoff series of somebody you've had on uh, on the show before, John Walker. Oh, it's a John Walker! No, okay, no. Yeah. it's a spinoff. It's a spinoff of his Stafford Chronicles. Luke is a character that you meet in the very beginning of the series, and okay. he pops in and out over the course of it. He is the head of the East Coast Guild of Assassins in the United States, uh, uh, and so right. my series is actually his backstory, um, and it starts. Oh boy, um, maybe twenty years or so before he actually even meets um, the main character, Tom. And goes through the end of I'm wanting to say book five of the Stafford Chronicles. Well, I'm actually getting very close to the end of this because book eight should be out um, at the beginning of 2019, and there's only going to be ten books in the series. So the okay. last three will be out next year. So, so then this series takes place, say, in the the what the the 1990s, 90s, 2000s. Book, book one, book one starts in 1992, I believe. Okay, all right. And uh, goes through the end of 2014. That's interesting. So you know, about 20 years. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I don't think I've ever heard of an author having a series of books and another author just taking one of the characters <laughs> and making a whole. I think it's cool. I think I actually, I, think, I, I actually like this a lot even more now. I, you know, because I was like, I was like, this looks really cool. You got all these books, and it sounds like an interesting premise. Um, and and now that I know that it, it's like a, t- it's like a, like. Oh, well, I guess a prequel in a, a way, but a not par- really because it's, it's a paraquel, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the mm-hmm. his stories don't are not defined by these stories. It's only one mm-hmm. of the characters that, hey, is, yep. that is defined. Pete, yeah. I have good news and bad news. Okay. Uh, what do you want first? I don't know. The bad news is John Walker's in the chat room now. The good oh, news no. is John Walker's in the chat room now. Oh boy! Hey, John. Uh, I guess this show is about to go off the rails, then, yes. right? At any he, moment, he's the one who grabs the wheel, <laughs> right? Hey, Mike, you Johnny, sound good Johnny now. Oh, do I? Oh, great! Okay. I'm glad I sound good. Oh, All and right. by the way, um, Scott and Tori both were saying that uh, I should eat a bag of bamboozled. Um, oh, the bamboozled. Yeah, you should. Oh at, shit! No. Now that no, said, you know what, Mike? Said, yeah, I think that's a great idea because you know why, Pete. Because it's my turn. Yes, it's your turn. <laughs> and Mike, Mike and, and is it does it also have to do with the fact that I absolutely hate jelly beans? Like all jelly beans, like even the best jelly bean tastes oh, like shit to me. You know what? <laughs> I love how things just fall into place. I'd like to thank, <laughs> like thank Tori for making this moment possible for me. Uh, I love you, babe. I love yeah, you. Hey, thank you. Hey, Tori. Tori. That's a that's a thing thanks. that's going to happen now. Thank you. Yes. I'm so happy. August, so do you happy. do you do you know about the the little thing that I had to do at uh, Balticon this year? Did you hear about that? Little... It was it was. Uh, um, I was in the panel right after you guys. I actually took a mouthful myself. Okay. Oh, just, all okay. right. All right. Yes. All right. We yeah. we haven't been able to air it yet because Mike is oh. looking for another job. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm currently looking for a job. I have a job, but I'm looking for a job until I can get that job. I am not. I just can't You're have that holding that show hostage out there. <laughs> Sitting on this gold mine, it is one I, of the I, best bits look, that we I, ever I, did. If I could just sit on it, that I, I, I swear I would. Okay, I think you're doing it on purpose. I think if you're actually sacrificing it out there. I would. Sit you on are it. sacrificing your pay. <laughs> I would sit so, on a bag of dicks. 
<laughs> to not have it out there. You are literally <laughs> sitting on a bag of dicks, Mike. <laughs> oh. All right. So, all right, so, great. So, <laughs> anyway. Where were we? All right, so you have you have 10 books planned. And then yeah. that's it. And that's and and is that will get him at the end of the the 10th book, will that put him right at John Walker's series? No, that'll put him at the end of book 5 of John Walker's series. Um book 7 which just came out ooh, at the beginning of this month. Um the is where Luke actually does meet the character. Book uh book 9 which I'm currently writing the first draft of. Um, is where we start to overlap with John's series. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Neat. Oh, neato, neato. So I actually uh, got to write how the two of them meet, which was extremely daunting. <laughs> right. And um, now, do you have to? So collaborating with another author like that, um, mm-hmm. I've always wondered this because I know Cooley uh, did some stuff with Sigler, and there's been a bunch of yeah. people that, that have done stuff with Sigler. Um, yeah. And, and that process, is, is it a back and forth? Like, do you have to, when you write a book, do you run it through John just to make sure you're not getting outside the scope of his world? Um, when I first started picking up Luke, first of all, when he asked me to, I about crapped myself. Right. Um, nice. But uh, but I when I first figured out, you know, what, how I wanted to approach it. I wrote a basic outline of seven books. Um, and eventually figured out, yeah, it's going to end up being 10, which I was like, Oh, darn, I have to write more books. How did yeah. I? Um, but pretty much throughout this entire process, as I've written that every chapter I've sent them to John and right. he's always coming back with like, Oh my God, you're amazing. And we've had a couple of like great conversations where we'll, bounce ideas back and forth um and you know we both have those oh my god you're a genius oh my god i'm a genius moments mm-hmm. um, but but generally he's given me a pretty free reign especially considering that like i said there's you know seven almost seven books before he even meets thomas right so i that was like just pure open open world for me to explore all i had to do was get him to become the person that luke is um, when you see him in the first book. Right. So, right. So. And how, how's that pacing? Is that hard to do getting to, to pace a character from, you know, cause as your character grows through your novels, mm-hmm. uh, you know where they need to be at a certain book. Is it, has it been difficult to get that pacing right to take them from where they were to where they are? Not for, for me, it's not, but I'm the type of person who looks at, the what happened, uh, the how something happens and not necessarily what happens. I love spoilers because I want to see how the thing develops as opposed to just what exactly it is that happens itself. Right. So it, just having that end point was kind of ideal for me. Actually, I didn't have to worry about the end game. I just had to get there. Uh, just had to get there. Yep. Yep. That's, yep. uh, that's cool. Very cool. Um, so, so yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, I I want to um I want to get to the pod. I don't want to I want to leave enough time to talk about the podcast because I, I want to get that information out there, and I also want you August to give Pete some examples and some uh some advice because he is about to embark on a journey that he's been promising to do for a couple of years now, and so I'm going to read you guys Balticon episode. No, he is. <laughs> He is, he is going to do NaNoWriMo. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he needs all of the help. And since we have you as a guest, I want you to – I would like to take some time. Uh, and I think that probably taking some time to listen to The Melting Pot is probably one of – the Melting Podcast um, 
is the best one of the best ways he can prepare what say you um well speaking as somebody who has done and won nanorama five times um a couple times with double the amount of words the best advice i have for doing nanorama is plan i would i i almost never finished so much as a short story until i started outlining Right. Just having, you know, even a very basic outline, even just bullet points, just beginning, middle, and end. And all you have to do is just have words on the page. They don't have to be good words. Just get words on a page. Hey, and all every- my words are the best words. <laughs> I have the best words. No. They're really, 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 really good words. Right. Now, actually, you know, that's. I'm glad you said that because um, I actually do. I, I have. Um, I have all the characters that I want in the book already thought out. This is a book I've been planning on doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's been a long time I've been planning this book out and I've got copious notes of things I want to happen in it. I know how it ends. Um, I know how it begins and I know some stuff in the middle. Um, but, uh, I have scenes in my, that I've already come up with that I, I've never, I haven't written them, but I know what they are. You know, I know, I know mm-hmm. like this oh, yeah. is going to happen here and I want it to be like this. Um, but I have, uh, like, 10 fleshed out characters and um, they're, you know, I've got backgrounds written up on them and I've got uh, a couple paragraphs on what I want them, what, what I want to happen to them in the novel, what role they play mm-hmm. uh, notes on how they grow, how they, how they grow from the character, they were to the character they are uh, how, you know, how certain things are supposed to affect them. Um, but these are just like, like, you know, narrator notes. These aren't, these aren't um, or writer's notes. They're, they're not, any of the words that would go into the book itself. And then Mm -hmm. I've started with chapter one. This is what happens in chapter one, you know, just a paragraph. This is, you know, they're going to go here. This is going to happen. And then like, then I have chapter two and chapter three. Um, And so I've started doing that. And I think before, by the time NaNoWriMo starts, I'll have every, not every chapter, because I'm sure things will change as I write, but every chapter that I know at the moment, um, everything that I know, um, that I can know before I get started uh, is going to be, is going to have like a paragraph on it saying, this is what is going to happen in this chapter. Um, so I, I'm going to be very prepared when it starts. So hey, I'm in the immortal words, for success. in the immortal words of Paul E. Cooley, and I had to pin this, words suck. They are your enemy. Make them pay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will make them pay. Um, no, and I just want to remind Cooley, I think Cooley is writing, I think, I think he's writing the book that we die in, Mike. <gasps> oh, I think he is. I think. Horrible death. And oh, it, August, you're a writer too. We invite yeah. every and anyone in the chat room, all writers in the chat room right now, we humbly beg of all writers to kill us. Oh, God, kill me. Kill us terribly in your book. Find the worst way for us to die. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to top Cooley, and we don't, we're going to keep that a secret because it's just, you know, between. You know, uh, it's a little, um, you know, we don't want to let the shit out of the bag. But, uh, you know, I dare anyone to kill us. That's all I'm saying. We have a death chip on our shoulder. Oh, it's the Black Extinction. Okay, I'm sorry. No, he's not. He's doing the Black Extin- oh. Extinction. I thought he was doing the next Black Book, but he's not. Uh, he said that. Hang on. Are you, guys, are you guys supposed to die in the Black Four? Yes. I think, I'm supposed to, I think I'm supposed to die in the Black Four. Oh, oh, like oh nice. Okay. We're going to be Dedrin. Fantastic. Corpse Ren. Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, I, it'll be it'll be an honor to die uh, oh, among yeah. you. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll be dying in good company. All right, awesome, awesome. So, all right, so so Mike mentioned the Melting Podcast. So, tell us about yeah. the podcast. The podcast. Um, the uh, the Melting Podcast is a writing variety show. We do everything from short and flash fiction. We interview authors. We review books. Um, we um, go to, you know, as many of the writing and authoring panels as we can at, you know, conventions that we go to, which right now is pretty much just Balticon. Um, but we record those and, you know, re-release them so people that don't go can hear them. Um, shoot, what else do we do? We we gripe about crimes in literature. Uh, we put famous monologues through layers upon layers of Google Translate and completely botch them. And uh, probably one of my favorite segments is what we call the mystery mail where we take famous scenes from literature and turn them into Mad Libs. So we do everything from word games to short fiction. We have, um, you know, we take uh, stories of uh, pretty much anywhere up to 5,000 words in any genre, except for erotica. We don't go, we don't go dirty. Um, And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll produce them. And we love new authors. We love, uh, we we put out prompts for short stories. Basically, if it involves writing, we probably do it. And as far as I know, we're the only writing variety show out there. So therefore, we're the best. Ah, okay. All right, very cool. Um, And and how often, how often does, uh, does an episode, how often do you do episodes? How often do they come out? Um, We do episodes on the 1st and 15th of every month. Okay. And we've done that for, let's see, we just had our, how old am I? Okay. Um, the podcast birthday is the same as my birthday. That's the only reason okay. I remember it. <laughs> um, so that we just had our fourth uh, birthday back at the beginning of August. No, happy birthday. So there's, so there's a good backlog of stuff. So the podcast was named after a person who was named after a month who was named after uh, the first emperor of Rome. This is getting deep in uh, inception here. Okay. It's the, it's the uh, endorsed Roman imperial podcast. Ooh. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Caligula. <laughs> so, um, right. So, I got, a, I got a question for you. So, have you been, you've been, po- you've doing this podcast for four years. How long have you been podcast? Is this your, first, is this the only podcast you've ever done, or first podcast? It's, it's the only podcast I've ever done. Um, I have, you know, I've, I've submitted stories and had them read on other podcasts. Um, in the, in the time since I started podcasting, I've been on other podcasts either as like an interviewee or a voice actor and such um right but yeah this is this is the only podcast i've done i am working on the final production for an uh, a short audio dramedy um that's going to be released at, you know as if it were a podcast but uh, okay. but yeah this is this podcast is my baby all right so i have a i have a question for you now mike uh, we, we all have our stories of, of how like that, like our craziest things that have happened to us due to podcasting um what would what, what would you say the most interesting uh, moment you've had as a direct result of being a podcaster? Like what? Because I've 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 been doing it now for uh, close to ten years, and I've had a I've had a whole bunch of really weird podcasting uh, episodes. Things I would have ne- like if I were to say you're going to sit in a mic and talk and you're going to do a podcast. I would have thought, well, nothing crazy, nothing crazy is going to happen with that. Uh, and I've had. <laughs> quite a few last week i had the cord bitten through that wasn't as, that wasn't that crazy it was that was interesting but i've yeah i've had some really like i've uh podcast from a bathroom once uh at a hotel um <laughs> so what what is the, your your oddest podcasting experience to date um my oddest 
like anything at a convention where you've done podcasting stuff or uh, you ever thrown up on it, like while you're recording one or anything like that? Or, 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 or like, oh, you, you, you never do live or never do like uh, where you can't stop oh, or stop a recording. Do you guys we, do it? We've done live shows at the last two Balticons. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we, I mean, we've done those and those are, but I mean like on camera, you don't do like all the, yeah. Uh, okay. No, we haven't, but we do have, um, we have a Patreon and we do a special Patreon backer only accessible episode every year. Okay. And the one that we did last year, we actually, um, we're, we've actually been talking about trying to get video for, for our episode this year, but for last year, um, me and the, the two other uh, co-hosts, Aaron and Theo, just audio recorded ourselves playing 10 rounds of cards against humanity with an extra card thrown in just for the viewers themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the viewers still didn't win. Um, right. Despite, despite overwhelming odds. Um, now I think probably one of the weirdest things was it's a, you know, 12 hour drive from uh, home to Balticon. And it's one that I made with, uh, with Aaron. And so I'm driving we're driving through the night to avoid traffic and actually get there in the morning. And we pulled out the microphone a couple of times and played sleep deprived word games. <laughs> that one was definitely, that one was definitely weird going back and listening to them when I was wide awake and editing it. Cause we, we released those in an episode. <laughs> um, See Pete, okay. Pete and I have this thing where we, we would love to do more like just live stuff, mm -hmm. but that's the thing. We don't want to edit it. And so yeah. <laughs> we're scared of ourselves because if we go live and we go off the rails too much, I mean, we're going to lose the 10 listeners we have right now <laughs> and live watchers we have now. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah, my because, like, well, yeah, things that we regret. <laughs> yeah. Because in the moment, you just say yeah, stuff. In the and, moment, it's yeah. funny. And, you know, right. people, some people don't understand, like, where we come from is our background and we may say something thinking we know where we're in our in and what mm -hmm. what are where our beliefs and our things yeah, are what but our someone context is and all yeah. that kind of stuff and, and it's just and like we don't want to offend anybody but jeez it's so hard it's, it's so easy to offend people no. <laughs> yeah nowadays yeah but so for me, um, so hold on, hold on, for me it was a couple weeks ago remember for me a couple weeks ago where i i uh had uh podcasted from the side of the road in virginia yeah <laughs> When I was driving home, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was pretty great. At a gas station, <laughs> and again, you had to pull over in a gas station, and uh, and and because and do a live stream because if he's driving down the road trying to live stream with us, and it just wasn't working, so he he pulled over and ate. The, what was what was that gas station? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. It was. I like don't. A, anyway, uh, but. But it, he had to turn the air conditioner off in the car. And he's like, it's getting really hot mm -hmm. in this car. <laughs> Sun's getting I, real low, big guy. <laughs> I've had to record a hot car before because uh, my usual recording space had a sleeping infant or a loud infant in it. So I've, I've been there on that one. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, I've uh, – oh, I can't – Mike, can I tell the one? Can I tell the one? I, I, I was one? getting ready to throw you under the bus, so you might as well do it. I know what you're okay. getting ready to say, and right. if it's not, I will say that this, one. So all right, so this is the craziest one. When we, we do our show live, so we used to do these two-and-a-half-hour shows sometimes. We would just let it go. We would just, just run the show as long as it it went. Um, we didn't have uh, time control back then like we do. We're getting a little better about that. And uh, so I we were interviewing T and Pip, and it was our season one. Mm -hmm. In about two hours, and I was – drinking beers and stuff and 
and I really had to pee and I'm the host of the show. Right. So I can't, I was like, I can't get up and just leave, but I can't hold it anymore. And, and so I, <laughs> I had a Gatorade bottle in here and I peed while we were recording. Nobody knew. Nobody knew, but I did. What? I did it live on the air. So if, if, if you want to go back to that episode and try and look for it, you might figure it out. But uh, but I don't know. I, I think it was pretty slick because later I told Mike, he's like, you what? <laughs> I can't believe I just did a spit take on the air. That was my first one. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and then there was the one from the bathroom because uh, I was recording with another group of people. And we had our regular night and I was at a hotel because I was traveling for work and uh, I couldn't get reception in my room. So I got I went down to the lobby and I could get reception there, but I didn't want to podcast in the lobby because people walking back and forth. So they had a public bathroom that nobody was in. So I went and sat in a stall for an hour and recorded a podcast. <laughs> So I imagine people coming in and out like, the fuck is talking to themselves in here? What the hell are they talking about? Yeah, Pete, so. uh, Pete's usually a very quiet, respectable person in the bathroom, unless A, he's podcasting, or B, I happen to be in there. <laughs> if he knows I'm in there, he likes to be loud. <laughs> and proud. Hey, Mike, you like that hey, one? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. Right. So. Um, so let's let make sure you check out the the melting podcast because it's uh you know it's really good stories. And Mike, I, you know what? I gotta. I'll I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I have not listened to it yet. I've been so busy, Mike. But I think you checked it out, right? I have. Sure. I have. I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, it makes me feel a little worthless, like English word wise. <laughs> like I feel a little literarily inferior. Maybe that even in, <laughs> infirm. <laughs> that is not our aim, but uh, I'm gonna keep that as a. Uh, uh, thank I'm you. Like, I'm gonna count that an achievement, actually. Yes. <laughs> Mike, achievement unlocked. So, so Mike, Mike has a. Uh, what do you have, Mike? A, uh, a lexicon inferiority complex. Yeah. Well, I do now, thanks to the oh. melting podcast. No, I'm just kidding. We we actually call uh, our fans lexiconosaurs. Fantastic. No, it is. It, it's a good, if you, it, it really helps with uh, vocabulary building and sort of playing around with words and you guys, Oh my God. See, all right. I always forget how you are a pun master. You are very punny. Um, and, and, uh, I'm not, e I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna challenge you. I'm not throwing in the gauntlet down right now. I haven't prepared or anything. I'm just saying you definitely have some pun foo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, we got an activity to get to. Yes, so, we, do. we do. So, August, thank you. I mean, stick around because we're going to do a thing. But but thank you for wow. joining us for the show. Um, everybody, make sure you check out AFGRAPPIN, G-R-A-P-P-I-N.com. Also, uh, look on Facebook, uh, forward slash chain nerd. And check out the Melting Podcast. Not podcast. It is a podcast, but it's TheMeltingPodcast.com. Uh, and check out the show, and and they can find that in their their favorite your favorite podcatcher. Just type in the yep. melting podcast, and there's look. Make sure you get it right, podcast, because there are other melting podcasts, and that's not the one you want. No, we're the good one. No. All right. <laughs> so, Mike, I'm going to turn the show over to you, and here you go. Hey, everybody! It is game time with the Mythwits, but we are not exactly playing a game. But we're going to have a fun activity. 
we are going to play Dirty Mad Libs, or as we like to call it, Dirty uh, Myth Libs. libs yes. <laughs> Not Meth Libs, Myth Libs. Myth Libs, yes. I have chosen an excerpt. John Walker, are you still present in the room? Yes, John I, Walker, stick around. I have chosen uh, an excerpt from The Reading, The uh, Midnight at the Welcome Wench, uh, a, a reading that we did at Balticon. And if you missed it, <laughs> friends, you missed it. Uh, but we are going to take a very small excerpt, and I will ask uh, I will ask our panelists. Oh, and oh, Cooley, you got to stick around, too, because your character is in here. Um, but I'll ask our panelists, uh, we'll just rotate back and forth, um, to give me a, you know, a part of speech. Uh, and I have a bet. I have a bet going on, um, oh. that with someone, uh, just, uh, my girlfriend who did not believe that you would know, oh shit, what is it called? Oh no. Well, you don't know I, it either, apparently. I lost it. Oh my God. Um, um, what is a verb ending in ing? What is it called? Is it a percival or a gerund? A gerund. That's what it is. Yeah, you know what a gerund is. Okay. She she didn't think you would know what a gerund is. Or you can just say verb ending in ing. That's what I do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she had to get all pedantic on me because she, you know she loves me, and she she knows it turns me on. Anyway, um, so uh, we're gonna start with uh August, and we'll just run down the list. There's a, there's a good number of these, but I think it's gonna be worth it. Okay. And okay. I encourage you. And, you know, anyone in the, in the chat room, too, you know what, I encourage everyone to, uh, you know, just shout out some different things. We're going to have, obviously, nouns, verbs. This is going to be either as dirty and or as you can make it highbrow, risque, um, or as lowbrow, guttery as you would like to make it. We, there is no holds barred right now. Okay? Um, this is a safe place, <laughs> I think. So, here we go. I'm going to ask you first, August, for a noun. Chainmail cock ring. <laughs> We're Chain starting this up high. <laughs> ring. And that was the wrong. No, that was. Why didn't it? Uh... We're starting this out classy, guys. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Peter, I need an adjective. Adjective. Uh, throbbing. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Bear with me here. My keyboard was being a little. Robbie. And next, I'm just gonna uh, you know you know who was alternating next. So uh, distinctive sound. Splort. Uh, and a verb. Verb. Um. Humping. Look in the chat room uh, if you guys need any uh, thing here. Um, what was that? Humping. Pumping. Uh, yeah, don't blow your wads early. There's a lot, lot of uh, you know, okay. good words to come. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> did I do that? Uh, uh, adjective. Lemon scented. Mm. And adjective. Adjective. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go simple. Red. Mm. Excellent. Excellent choice, sir. Uh, adverb. Brazenly. Uh, 
As long as uh, I'm glad nobody can see me not know how to spell. That's great. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> pro, uh, profession. Profession. Um, uh, dancer. All right. Actually, can I change that? Sure. Fluffer. Mm. <laughs> Fluffer. Uh, <clears throat> fluffers and a body part. Oh, let's go with the uvula. Mm. Um, there's a another U in there somewhere, I think. But anyway, no, it looks like it's all right. Okay, uh, body part plural, Peter. Nipples. More than one. Nipples. nipples. All right. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> And a food. Jelly beans. Jelly beans. <laughs> You're welcome. That's my nemesis. Adjective. Um, bumpy. Mm -hmm. Not bumpy. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, August. You get, you get the... Uh, as they say in um, Cards Against Humanity, you get the Hitler card. A group activity. Sorry, <laughs> oh, I'm eating a jelly bean. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> group activity. Let's go with naked laser tag. Naked laser tag. Uh, and a body part, Peter. Body part, Peter. Uh... <laughs> body part, Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. I'm going to say throat. All right. And a noun. Peter. <laughs> I'm going to capitalize that just for the hell of it. <laughs> that was that's what I intended. Thank you. Nice. You're yes. welcome. Uh, ver of a gerund. Gerund. Uh, um, slipping. All right, and we're all you're getting close to being done. Sorry, we still got more. <laughs> Sorry, we're not even close. All right, characteristic. Sloppiness. And you have one too, Pete. Um, uh, characteristic. Um, um, um. Sloppiness. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. Doesn't have to be Ness. It could be sloppy or uh, you okay. know whatever. Uh, uh, Charming, uh, uh, sultry, uh, um, tardy, tardy. Was that tarty or tardy? Tardy, not tarty. No, I, you know I like tarty better. Yes, oh. tarty. That's a better one. <laughs> All right. Reminds uh, me of me. <laughs> an occupation. Giraffe pimp. Giraffe pimp. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. God bless you. Uh, hold on, I need to copy and paste. Some of these are uh, the same. Bling bling, and a verbing, a verb ending on ing, otherwise known as a gerund. God damn it! Um, a verb ending. Um. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, Sweating. And a verb. 
hover. And an adjective. We're almost done. Um, Ladylike. <laughs> All that for tardy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what was that? I'm sorry. Ladylike. Ladylike. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I need a noun. Make this one a good one, a good juicy one. <laughs> <clears throat> you say juicy, I think grapefruit. So I'm not gonna go with grapefruit. <laughs> okay. That's juicy. You said juicy. juicy. Yeah. All right, I gotta copy and paste that a few times. That that word appears several times in its own context throughout the story. Fantastic. And Pete, you will need to give me a drug paraphernalia. <laughs> drug paraphernalia. Okay. Um What's my favorite? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, uh, strong. Oh. No, shit. Drug paraphernalia. I'm, I'm not actually. I don't really. I don't really know drug paraphernalia yeah. that much. Uh, razor blade. Okay. <laughs> razor. I used to just chop blade. them up and eat them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The blades are O's. <laughs> And uh, for you, my friend, a drug. See, that would have been an easier one for me. <laughs> Let's go with uh, Vicodin. Vicodins. I like Vicodins. Vicodan. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know how to spell that one. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Of course you do. Uh, verb ending in ing. Yes, Peter. Also known as a gerund. <laughs> Why do you keep giving me these? Um. Uh, Radeg. Oh, good job, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. And an adjective. Uh, did, I, did I say diseased yet? No. no. I've been thinking on that one for a while. Do diseased. <laughs> sure. Gladly. I uh, said bong. Actually, yeah, that was a good one. Bong would have been a real good one. It's a funny word, too. Uh... Wait a minute. You give me another gerund, I'm gonna fuck you up. I got a good one. Um, no, unfortunately, a verb ending in uh, ed, a gerund ed. <laughs> Munged. <laughs> what was that? M U N G. No, M U N G, G E D. Munged. I'll tell you what munging is before we start the thing, just so Great. we don't have. A and another uh, <laughs> another <laughs> verb ending in ed. Uh, and this is the last one, so make it a good one. Oh, okay. Verb ending in ed. Uh, let's do stripped. Okay. All right. Now, do you, know do you know what munging is? What is munging? Munging. M munging. Munging is when you have sex with a corpse, right? And you finish in it, and then someone puts their mouth down at the that body part, and someone else jumps on the body 
shooting out all of the stuff that you put in it, plus all the stuff that was in there before. There's a word for that? <laughs> really? There, there might be. And you waited all the way until the end. Like, you couldn't come up I with think, munging. <laughs> munging? I didn't think of it. I didn't think of okay. it before. All the gerunds you had. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, here we go. All right, so Peter, and just so yes. anyone else who's familiar with the story, uh, this is the part where uh, James Campbell and Duran Higgins are uh, exchanging words after uh, James wakes up after being zapped by the captain. Uh, and so, Jonathan Reinhardt, if you're still in the room, I am going to be reading the parts uh, like you read your parts <laughs> because that's just the right thing to do. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to actually try and read um, the uh, – what is that called parts? The, um, the narration part, the way that uh, our other um, – What's his face? What's his name? Uh, 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 Pipes. Pipes McLaren. We had him on the show. Well, what's his name? Oh, my God. Dave, uh, Dave, Dave Robeson. Dave Robeson. Yeah, the way Dave, Dave Robeson uh, wrote. Oh, you can't, no offense, you can't do the buttery man voice. Uh, well, no. Now that I'd unplugged my microphone, now I can't. <laughs> no. I had it all set up. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> James awoke on a small but comfortable bed. He was naked but covered with a chainmail cock ring. This was obviously in an officer's quarters aboard some kind of sea vessel. However, he didn't feel throbbing. There was no sound of splorting, and the ship didn't, wasn't humping, at least not the way it should. Then he remembered and muttered quietly to himself. James Campbell says, an airship, Red Death, Lamont, in flames, pirates. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. As James began to get his wits about him, he sat up. The room was bathed in a lemon-scented red light. It poured from a lantern upon a small table. Next to the table sat a middle-aged man. The man was brazenly dressed and didn't look anything like the fluffers above. James <laughs> whiveled around and put his uvula on the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> Never taking his nipples off of the man. <laughs> Good afternoon, James. There's a warm cup of jelly beans next to you. I figured, I figured you'd be bumpy. I figured you'd be bumpy. We'll have naked laser tag as soon as Jay wakes up. And starts it. This should hold you until then. James kept his throat on the man and nodded. He wasn't sure... What was going on? But he wasn't about to let this let his Peter down. <laughs> However, it began to occur to him that he was in a comfortable bed that was not and it was not being restrained in any way. <laughs> yeah, these are the parts that Pete wrote though. He was in a comfortable bed and not being restrained in any way. All right. Not being restrained. Yes, exactly. Um <laughs> James was good at slipping people it wasn't it, it wasn't a major part of his job after all it was a major part of his job after all and the other man the other man seemed both sloppy and tarty this was this was no pirate but no he was a tart what about the others he thought was this a good was this a case of Good giraffe pimp, bad giraffe pimp. 
he realized that he had been sweating at the man for an uncomfortably length of time. (laughs) For the sake of hospitality, which he had been extensively trained, he thought it best to at least hover the man before him. (laughs) Jesus. Like a toilet when you hover? James says, how do you know my name? Sensing that the man was ladylike with his situation, (laughs) Durant... Durant thought it might be best to give him some sense of comfort. He pointed to the grapefruit next to James. <laughs> there are clothes on the grapefruit next to you. They're as, they're as close to your thighs as I could muster. Uh, they are yours to keep. Uh... And you're, let's see, uh, you'll find them unmolested. You're all your belongings. You'll find unmolested. Uh, be mindful of your, oh, shit, I need a liquid real quick. A liquid? Um, <laughs> yes. warm, jelly be, warm jelly bean juice. Be mindful of your warm jelly bean juice. I wouldn't <laughs> want to have to clean that up. This is my room, after all. <laughs> Duran, pulled a, Duran pulled a small razor blade and a stick from his pocket. Using the lantern, he lit the stick and then used that stick to light the razor blade. (laughs) Sweet aroma (laughs) began to fill the room. It was Pinean Vicodin, a rare and somewhat expensive item from these parts. As James James took his pants from the grapefruit, Duran continued. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, Jay said your name just before you went out. James, running on his pants, shot the man. Dis, uh, shot the man. Uh, diseased gaze. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> Went out. That's an interesting way to put it. I would have said more like munged out, <laughs> or I, I don't know, been stripped into unconsciousness by a lightning bolt. <laughs> Jesus. End scene. Oh man, nice, very nice, very nice. Oh, that is some good shit right there. Yeah, people are having a good time with this. When yeah. John Walker said, "We have to do this again," <laughs> this exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, we we should do. And, and uh, no offense to Noblest read it because they they do a great Mad Libs to it. I honestly think that there's room for dirty Mad Libs, and I think we could just take many excerpts from <laughs> Night at the Welcome Wench. Oh, yeah. and, and and do this more. I, I guarantee it. And, and it would be great because we could have all the readers do it. Yeah. <laughs> we could do oh. that. Hey, Mike, oh, I'll have a whole novel next year. Oh, shit. So we could take it oh. from any one of those. Oh, my God. that's It's a done deal. That's one of our shows. We have one of our three shows done. Okay, you're or at gonna... least the game, the activity for one of yeah, our shows, yeah. right? You're, yeah. you're, you're putting jelly beans in your mouth. And uh... <laughs> God, I don't know what's worse. Oh, oh, look, dude, I'm telling you, I fucking hate jelly beans. I hate them. Well, then you're going to love. What are they called again? Bomb, boingos, bean, bean boozles. Bean boozles. Oh, bean yeah, they're... Yeah, you're going to love them. Oh, oh, and you're going to have to put all of them in your mouth at the same time. At the you're same gonna have time. I'll taste all of the nastiness hey, and the isn't, isn't, that, isn't that the one that has like, they have like grass and like snot and I don't okay, know. Okay, the grass right? aren't bad. Okay. The grass actually aren't bad. Um, The sour milk, yeah. Oh no! Not sour milk. Does it really taste like sour milk? It smells like sour milk. I couldn't even put it in my mouth. 
So have fun with that, Peter. Oh, this is gonna be great. You are you are cordially invited. You you do realize that, right? Oh, I'll be. I, I, I'll, I'll try to be there. It oh, depends yes. on if I can get away from the from my vendor booth down there. But uh, oh, the vendor will be closed. Our show's at, at yeah. is it nine oh, o'clock? Yeah, right. You're good. It is, it is. It is awesome. Yeah, but so, uh, we do every every time we do a live show, we do one of our own Mad Libs. So just you know, dig on that. Fantastic. So so Mike, you got off easy, man. And and Tori says she's sponsoring the, uh, <laughs> the Jelly Beans. Yeah. Well, oh, goody. You know what? You Yay. know what? I, it, you know what? We'll see what happens. You know, hopefully by Balticon, I'll have my job and we can um, we can have a comparison video, you know, compare videos and uh, we'll see. We'll see who just loses more. Hey, what's is would it be really, really good radio if I throw <laughs> up? in front of everybody no no it won't <laughs> no, it, no, no not even live show no, not even no, no not good no but you but wanted you... to catch me down when we were down at uh, uh dragon con oh, you you dry heaving dude... a good spell of dry heaving would definitely be good for radio okay but not the actual production <laughs> right right oh that's that's bad right but hey well, we... listen it's it's all a matter of how many can you keep in you know before you have uh -huh. to spit them out it's yeah. gonna be great oh now, all, I'm now, all I'm thinking of is making the, the vomit flavored ones, the toothpaste flavored ones. Are they bad? The vomit ones, yeah. The toothpaste aren't so bad. Okay, the vomit, vomit ones, yeah. The sounds... vomit ones, yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Vomit, vomit toothpaste, yeah. Vom mm -hmm. Milk, yeah. yeah it's just. Oh, is this what it was like, Pete? Is this is yes. this what the other side of the coin is? Yeah. Oh. This, this is this is what it's like to be on the other side, Mike. This is. Yay! This is... Yay! <laughs> In the immortal words of Flounder, in um, in uh, what is that? Animal House. In, no, in Animal House. This it, is gonna this be is great. <laughs> awesome. All right, all right. Let's wrap this puppy up, everybody. Up. Uh, again, one more time. Make sure you go to afgrappin dot com uh, and check out all of August Grappin's stuff. Uh, you can find him on Facebook dot com forward slash Chain Nerd and uh, the. T H E M E L T I N G P O T C S T podcast uh, dot com and and look up the melting podcast in your favorite pod catcher to uh, to subscribe to the show uh, and we podcasters live and die by our subscriptions so please subscribe oh, yeah. if you should like it hey subscribe listen to a couple if you have to unsubscribe or whatever but you know what they'll never unsubscribe people always forget to do that so uh, yeah just you know just subscribe you can unsubscribe whenever you know. No, but don't <laughs> unsubscribe. It's no, a good. No, it's a no. Good... They no, Mike. They won't see. That's the thing. Even if you know, it just it adds to it. Let me ask but, you something. What? Do you ever get people who like subscribe to you and then go, "Dude, like I've been listening to your podcast for like a month now, and like I get no kind of advice about how to, you know, you know, pot, you know, oh, God. like." <laughs> Yeah. No, nothing like that. You've no. never gotten. No, hmm. no Mike. You have, well, do you, you get any might. comments? Do do you get any? Do you, <laughs> do you get feedback? Because we almost we get almost no feedback. Um, we get a little. We do have a Facebook group that, at the very least, we uh, that's where we put out our calls for when we do our Mad Libs, is right. on Facebook and Twitter. So we at least get a little bit of interaction there. Most of the interaction we get will be like at Balticon Live and stuff like that. We don't hold, on, hold on, and, real quick. We got a we got a request from John Walker. We got to do this oh, before yeah. we go because I mean he's he's oh. our buddy. He said read all of Gus's goddamn books. So there you go. 
That's what he yeah. says. He says, would, read them all. That would also be appreciated. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Let's do the thing. All right, everybody. Here we go. You've just enjoyed another awesome episode of The Mythwits. We're live on Facebook Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Please ask our guest questions or just banter with the other Mythfits. We had a ton of them. Thank you all. This was great. Uh, if you missed our live show, you can always catch the Encore episodes on Facebook or YouTube. See, I did this. I went like this because that's on that screen over there. You all can't see that. But <laughs> find us Facebook and Twitter as Mythwits and check out Mythwits.com. If you don't have time for videos, make sure to subscribe to our podcast via your favorite podcatcher. We've got a lot of people subscribing to it. Thank you all thank for listening you. again. I thanked you last week, but I'm going to thank you again. Yes, you listening right now. Check it out. Thank you. Um, and jump in the like chat room. Even just to say hi. Even yeah. if you just give us a love, just say, hey, we love you. You're yeah. important. You're good enough. And you're, you're good enough. You're people worthy. People like you. Yeah. Complete you. They like us. All right, Please. do the like, follow, subscribe, thing wherever it's appropriate, and make sure to share your favorite episode on social media and help spread Mythwit's love over the entire planet. We live and die by those. Please help us out. Do do some like, follow, subscribe thingies. Uh, Mythwit's is part of the TSR Podcast Network. Check out tsrpn.com for more cool shows. And dude, uh, Game School is killing it, man. Killing it. It is awesome. Yay. We're like four episodes deep in the release episodes, and they are fantastic. Everyone gets better every time. Way to go, um, Spence. Yeah, Spence and James killing it. Uh, Mythwits is a Creative Commons product. Like and share it in all the places. Just don't edit it, don't sell it, and don't try to make chain mail out of it, even though it's full of holes. <laughs> make sure to check out Aetherforge.com for more cool stuff. Join our mailing list. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tell your friends to tune in. And till next week, Mike. Honey, I found my pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> is it sticky? I got is it. it? No. Okay. Right. No. All right. It's. Oh! No. It's got to get oh. washed. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>